0: Hey guys! How are you doing? I am here. I'm a little uh, late on my recording. You know, it happens. How have you been? How was your Thanksgiving? How's life?
1: Yeah. So, I am going to talk about sanctification,
0: which is a little bit of a weird topic if you will um if you've been at church for a long time you totally have heard this word if you haven't you have no clue what i'm talking about don't worry i'm going to explain <laughs> i uh wanted to give you some updates before we start um first so the first thing is I wanted to let you know I am halfway through my practicums. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So that's exciting. Um, I'm 25 hours into my 50 hours. So I am looking for five people that want to do five hours with me. So if that's you or if you know someone that can use a little bit of counseling, a little bit of help. um. I've got some hours to give away. Uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I am very excited for being at the halfway point. I feel like I've been working towards this for forever. I have submitted my exams. All that's done. So I just need to finish my 50 hours. So, yeah, that's what's happening in my life. I, I've also, um,
1: decided that I need to figure out what my
0: next year's, uh, themes are going to be. I am going to be doing interviews, um, and I have a list of people that I'm thinking about. So if you're listening and you get an email from me saying, hey, do you want to do an interview with me? You already know what it's about. <laughs> I just figured um, I kind of want to do like
1: non-believers and different denomination pastors and just kind of what people are doing and how we see things differently,
0: even though we follow the same Christ. Um, and how non-Christians see us—that I think it's a big deal. Um, so I believe I am in the talks with someone that's a non-believer. Um, that has been impacted with, you know, <clears throat> just my life basically, um, and my process through this um, counseling. But she's also seen Christ in a new life. So I think that's coming in January. So don't miss that out. Um Yeah, and as far as updates go, that's um, the updates I have for you guys. Uh If you are still here and listening, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh In December, I'm going to be doing a series on a little bit more serious topics. Not serious, but a little bit. Heavier topics um, that we kind of skim through as a church. So, we're going to start with sanctification. We're going to do the fruits of the Spirit um, next. So, that one's going to be a good one. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here with me. And let's get into the sanctification thing because it's a little bit heavy and confusing, maybe. <laughs> so, Sanctification is the process that we take. Okay, I'm gonna make it very simple. The day that you say yes to Jesus, this the day that you're like, Lord, take over my heart until you see him face to face. Okay, whether it's the rapture or you pass away, or you know, whatever. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my camera, so I'm in the middle. Um so that process the in between bowing your life to Christ and when you see Christ face to face that is the sanctification process okay um I thought about doing charts but i I don't know how to put them in the video and then it gets really complicated <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that uh but that's basically what it is um so I'm gonna get a go through a few verses. You already know I've got a lot of verses for you as always. So let's start with what the dictionary says. So the dictionary says that sanctification is the process of being purified. So when you are serious and have bow your knee to Christ, when you're like, yes, Lord, I can't do it without you. I want you to take over my heart, give me a new heart, I want to live for you, he starts the process of purification, or sanctification, okay, um, if you have said yes to Christ, or been saved, and your life has not changed in any way, I would say go back to the drawing board, um, because he's not going to leave you the same way he found you. And if you haven't had any change in your life, then you're probably doing something wrong. Or you didn't mean it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Go back to the drawing board. Shoot me an email if you have questions about that. Uh, I will be more than happy to help you with that. All right. So, the will of God for our lives. Is sanctification. Okay. So we're going to go to First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. It says, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to process his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion and lust like Gentiles do, do not do for God. That no one should take advantage or defraud a brother or sister in this matter, because the Lord is the Avenger of such as also forewarned to you and testified. For God will not call us to uncleanliness, but holiness. Therefore, He
1: who rejects this does not reject man, but God. So that's kind of what I was talking about. Um, He wants us to be purified, looking more and more like him. Um, That's what I was saying. If your life has not changed
0: after saying yes to Jesus, then... Did you really say yes to Jesus because his will <clears throat> is for you to be transformed to be changed to look more and more like him um, this verse tells us that God, we haven't been called to uncleanliness or um but we're called to holiness so with that said, if you're a Christian and your life is full of non-christian values let me just say it that way (laughs) um then what are you doing like like what are you doing why why do you have one foot in and one foot out um your goal in life is to do what christ tells you to do and what he's telling you to do is to be more like him uh so we cannot say well god gave me peace about this he will never give you peace over something that he has called unholy I know that's harsh, but it's true. And if nobody else in your life is saying it to you, then let me be that voice of reason. God does not, is not okay with you living your life the same way you did before you found him. It's just it's not, he wants you to be purified. Um, so he wants us to be more and more like him, which sounds like a really tall order. Um, but he helps us. He uh, looks out for us. So let's go
1: to John 17, 16 through 19. Um, and this is Jesus praying for us. Okay. Uh,
0: so he is praying for his disciples, which is us. And he says, they are not of this world. Just I, as I am not of this world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is, is truth. As you sent me into the world, also I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify them. I sanctify myself, sorry. That they may also be sanctified by the truth. Um, so, Jesus is praying for God to... Help us in the sanctification process. Um, So
1: we have a helper. Okay. We're not in this alone. We're not here just trying to figure out our things by ourselves. Uh, He has given us
0: the word. And through the reading of the word, we can process and get through the sanctification process. Um gosh, I feel like I'm going super fast, but there's so much to cover. Uh 1 Thessalonians five twenty three, first 1 Thessalonians 5:23 and 24 says, "Now may God may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely." And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of le- the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you fa- is faithful, Who is? who also will do it. So, God wants us to be completely sanctified. Not just sanctified on this area of our life or in that area of our life. Um, but completely and holy. The original word lo- used in this um, verse for sanctification can also be translated to holy. Um, it can also be translated to completely perp- fer- perfect or complete until the end. Um, so it's the idea of continuous work, okay? Continuous sanctification. Uh, Santification is not something that you achieve like once and
1: done, kind of thing. It's a process. Life, um, and that's okay. So let's move on. Uh, so I
0: wanted to say. Because this is kind of on your face, kind of heavy. I want to acknowledge our humanity in this process, okay? We are all sinners. You are not perfect. You will never be perfect. Not until you see Christ again, okay? When you're in heaven and you get your new body, um, then perfection will be achieved.
1: But here on this side of heaven, no, you're not going to be perfect. Um, You are sinners. But we don't have a free pass for sin.
0: Does that make sense? So just because you have salvation does not mean that you are allowed
1: to sin and do whatever you want. You're just not. Um so let's look at First Corinthians six eleven, so I can help you with this.
0: First Corinthians six eleven it says, um, so before six eleven it's talking about a bunch of sins, okay? Uh it's talking about sexual immorality and drunkenness and you know all these different sins that are happening and are plaguing the church Um, and it says in 11 and such were some of you so some of you some of us um, have been there have been like deeply rooted in sin with the world Um, and if you have questions about what that list of sin is, just go 1 Corinthians 6 all the way down. Uh, He just talks about
1: a whole bunch of things. But we were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Let that sink in. First Corinthians six eleven tells us that we were
0: sinners, and at the moment that we accepted Jesus, we
1: were washed, sanctified, and justified. Um. So this sounds like it's not real. <laughs> uh, at least for me, um,
0: in my life, I feel like the closer I get to God
1: the more I become aware of my filth and um, my sinfulness and my sinful patterns, Uh, the closer I get to Christ, the more I'm aware of how far I am from being the person that I wish I was for
0: him. Okay, and that's what First Corinthians is saying: is that when we gave our life to Christ, He has justified and sanctified us, and when He washed us, and it seems surreal because I'm like, it's like, how does God see me washed and sanctified and justified when I see myself with all this sin? And the reality is that sanctification and justification and the washing is a daily thing it's not a once and done it's not a okay you're you're perfect now go go make other perfect people um no it's it's a renewing it's a continuous thing romans 12 1 and 2 says i beseech you therefore brethren that Mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is
1: your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this. in your mind, that you may prove that is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God.
0: <clears throat> so here we're being told. You know, God's mercy is what keeps us, right? Um, But we have to present ourselves as living sacrifices. We have to be like, no, I am not going to do this anymore. And I'm going to try harder to please
1: God and do what the Bible says and, you know, search the scriptures and just be more like him which is the sanctification process um but as we do that we are getting closer to god and
0: the cool thing is he's already given us the victory over these things we just have to do it (laughs) and i'm not saying you know go name it and claim it kind of thing. Um, It's hard work. It's not like I'm going to say a prayer and bibi to boo, it's going to happen just like that. And I don't have to worry about it anymore. And on to the next thing. No, it's it's a battle. It's a sacrifice. So think about what um, the Israelites had to do when they were in the Levitical law, there was there was a lot of sacrifice, right? Not just the actual physical taking the lamb or the sheep or the whatever they were going to present to the altar
1: to the holy of holies um, to atone for their sins, but you know, getting
0: there and keeping that lamb le- without blemish and You know, I think of all the things that they had to do, and I'm thankful that I don't have to do all those things. But God is the same yesterday and today and forever. So there's the implication that there is going to be sacrifice in my side of things, that my life could be perfect, right? God could be graceful and give me a super easy life, and I will praise him through that. But it could be really, really hard. And that's okay, too. (laughs) That is okay, too. Uh, And we need to stop having this preconceived notion that being Christians
1: is all pink and purple and candy canes and just
0: all roses. Because it's not... It doesn't say that in the Bible anywhere. Um, it says present yourself as a living
1: sacrifice. So I think I would say if you don't have something that you're sacrificing uh, presently, I, you know, sit down with God and find out
0: what it is He wants you to sacrifice. Because I bet you anything that there's something there. There's something that he's wanting to get your attention for,
1: and you're just not listening. Um, So, or
0: maybe you are listening and just ignoring, or maybe you're just not even taking the time to sit with God. And, you know, I don't know about
1: you, but if somebody doesn't sit with me to chat, then. I can't tell them what it is I need from that relationship.
0: So there's that. <laughs> um, the last thing I kind of want to talk about is as we work towards sanctification and this idea of renewing our minds, right? I read the word so it cleanses me and changes my mind. And what God has for me and being transformed to find out what it is he wants for me. We come to Second Corinthians three eight. Second Corinthians three eight says, but we all with unveiled face beholding
1: as a mirror the glory of the Lord are breathed to glory. Just as by the spirit for the Lord. This is really awesome, guys. Um,
0: this tells us that we need to be looking for transformation. Okay, We, we need to be constantly changing our mind into what God's patterns are. Uh, but this transformation happens a little bit of a time. So from glory to glory, okay? Um,
1: The Bible doesn't say look at your sins and go from sin to sin and, you know, just
0: beat yourself up for it. No, it says from glory to glory. So we are to look at the wins, right? So if I'm having
1: a hard time, let's say with, I don't know, um, drunkenness. Okay, and I get drunk every
0: day, every night, every night, every night, every night, every night, and I'm like, Lord, I need help with this. And you get in the Word, and you start working towards being sober, <clears throat> and you don't drink one day, you don't drink day two, and you don't drink drink day three. And then you drink on day four. God doesn't say, oh, there it is. Right there. I saw it. Um, he says, look at your wins. Go from glory to glory. So day one you don't drink and you're like, glory to God. This glory is going to help me to get to the next one. Okay, Glory to God. Glory to God. So we have to live from glory to glory. And don't uh, misquote me on this and don't think that what I'm saying is we have to be positive thinkers and we have to, you know, just look at the bright side. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with the bright side. It has to do with the glory that we give to God. Okay, um, because sometimes the glory to God is thank you, Lord, for taking that temptation away from me even if it hurt, right? So I'm not looking for the bright side. I'm looking for what God is doing in my life and what I can give him glory for. Um, I think there's a difference there.
1: (sighs) They're not the same. They sound very similar um, and the world has made it to
0: be very similar because that's, that's Satan's, Big plan, right? is to make you think you're doing the right thing uh, and make you think that you got this when in reality, only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus got this. Uh, I don't have this, but he does, and he
1: is graceful to give me glories and give me um wins daily, even if I don't acknowledge it because let's be real. We don't always acknowledge him. even if we should even though we should but we just don't always do um so
0: that will wrap up the santification um podcast let me know what you think as always i am at this email address lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. That is also, if you want to email me about having some sessions with me, you can go there. Uh, You can always go to my website, transformedbyhisword.org. I think it's a little bit easier if you email me. I'll put the email again. But I understand that some people like to look at websites to see what I'm about. So here I am. This is what I'm about. I love Jesus, and I love you guys, and I am very excited for what God is going to be doing through this and to you, for you, through you. so let me know what what is God doing in your life right now? What is it that you need to sacrifice? Um,
1: yeah, and if you have any questions or any problems with that process, let me know I'm here to help. That's my whole way. I will be back next week and give you a whole bunch of stuff.
0: As always, if you have not subscribed, um, follow like all that jazz. It. it I know every single person says this
1: at the end of a podcast okay I get it I understand you probably already clicked out by now but it really does help um
0: it helps me because it tells me that the time that I spend studying for these subjects and putting all this together is helping you and that's my goal right is to help you um, in some way, if you subscribe and you comment and you send emails, that lets me know, yes, this is this is worth it. This is reaching people, this is helping people, which is um the ultimate goal. So I know it's it's a lot, but you know, that's what we need is for you to subscribe, like,
1: bye like guys.